Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know. of a walk in the park podcast is a little different than usual you will first hear babs and riss talk and then you will hear babs riss and mb talk the focus of this podcast is all politics or politically related topics biden harris robert trump and the dnc convention top the list please listen and enjoy This is Babs and Riss. We're doing a special audio recording because Riss won't be able to join us on the live podcast tomorrow. And lots of things have been happening that I and or MB and I, I should say, will talk about them. One of them being Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris mm-hmm. as his running mate. What are your thoughts, Riss? Initial impressions. Initial impressions. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Kamala Harris, only because, and you you want more information than this, but this is just my feeling. Correct. You're going to give me some bullet points later. Yes. My feeling is since the beginning. Mm-hmm. The beginning meaning like uh, when she was campaigning for president? Yes. Okay. yes. Uh, that she's just very smug. That's how my impression of her. And I'd, I don't like that would would a synonym for smug in this situation also be arrogant yeah all right she's a lawyer so that's just part of the job description and she's a very good one but i understand it rubs you the wrong way she rubs me the wrong way i don't think some people have said that she's a good campaigner and i thought that's just not true either because she bailed after the second debate right she got like two percent of the polling vote or something i think she did Yes, she definitely dropped out before the primary season began. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think sometimes you see the writing on the wall, maybe that you're just not going to be able to financially overcome the front runner. Right. And I don't think that she, when she was campaigning, it was, just her bullet points were always, I don't like President Trump, which Mm -hmm. by the way, no, there are a lot of people who don't, so that's not even a thing. The second thing was, I just, if you're going to spend taxpayers' money and you're going to develop, like, uh, Medicare for all Mm -hmm. or um, uh, changing certain uh, aspects of the uh, taxes and where your dollars are going to go, if you're going to make, develop these programs, Mm -hmm. you have to have a really good sense of how you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And just by saying raising taxes, we know everybody does anyway, but how are you going to do it? And she can never come up with those reasons. Now, it might very well be because she's never been in that situation before up until now. Right. So, that'll be interesting to see how she gets through the debates with cuz she'll have to debate Pence. Pence. But I think there's just one debate and I think it's in October. 
Um, and I think she'll crush him, frankly, because she's very articulate and he won't be able to keep up. He'll do a much better job than if it were Trump and Harris debating. But See, I just, I'm looking forward to that. And I'll tell you, if we're if, if we can, maybe we should watch it together. Sure, we could try to do that. Because For you, I would watch a debate because, you know, I don't like to watch them because no. I think they're painful. But I would but... like to watch it with you. Okay. We'll Maybe we could record plan. it and then pause it as yes. we listen. Oh, that'll be good. That'd be great. It'll yeah. be like watching a Patriots game with I you. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I'm like, it'll be like watching the NFL. <laughs> well, so to circle back to one of your points, I have read that a common kind of complaint, for lack of a better word, about Kamala Harris is that she doesn't seem to have an actual platform. Like you were right. saying, like, okay, you're saying, you're, like, give me the bullet points, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have a couple things to say about that. But the one primary thing that I first thought when you said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard this, is somebody said, well, you know what? She's the VP. So now her agenda is Biden's agenda. So it's less critical that she doesn't, she's not going to be the one proposing these plans, you know, so her job is not, it's like, you don't have to be concerned about that as much as perhaps if she were at the top of the ticket. So there's that. But then this just popped into my head. Um, I mean, I just wonder, maybe she just didn't have that great of a campaign staff. But if you remember back to 2016, as I recall, one of the complaints about Hillary was she was too detailed. And people are like, she's just saying the same thing over and over again. But she was being so detailed. And, you know, I think a lot of people aren't like you and I and can't process perhaps as much detail. And so I wonder if her campaign was like, don't give too many specifics because then too early maybe, right? Too early. Because then people are going to get fatigued if they're hearing your same message over and over. Yeah. But it's like, well, you have to be... You have to strike the right balance so that you win the nomination. Right. Although there were other people campaigning during that that I think did a good balance of that. My friend Amy Klobuchar. I know. So that's a good segue to my friend with whom I was having a conversation. Oh, wait. But can I just interrupt you for one second? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I just <laughs> want to also point out that Kamala... Not in the... Kamala. Kamala. Whatever. That, no, 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 it's important that we pronounce her name right. Okay, well then, two Tucker points. Carlson can't. <laughs> Even after he's told, apparently, how to pronounce it. I don't it. His, think he really cares. His guests told him. I know, but that's just like, Rude. talk about arrogant, right? Right, right? It's just like, you're such a piece of so shit. So, two points I just want to make. She didn't necessarily get along with Biden, and she ripped on him a mm-hmm. couple of times during the debates, which is expected. Yes, Bush and Reagan, yeah. totally contentious, hated each other, and even... um Obama and Biden. Mm, Same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. People were surprised Obama picked Biden because they didn't That's get along true. at all. That's true. So, And the second thing is, and I want to, I need to understand this and be, because I had this question last night. Is she technically Asian or is she Indian? She's, she's Indian, which is considered South Asian. Oh, yes. Okay. So because she's some, black sa- slash South Asian. Okay. Yeah. And that was my issue because I'm like, well, wait, I know she's half Indian. Mm-hmm. Like her parents half are Half Jamaican in, in, and half Indian. Right. Yeah. But then people were saying Asian. I said, well, wait. And then I thought, oh, well, maybe it's part of the same kind. Con- like, yes. They consider- I was trying to think back to my geography yes. days. And- well, so India is technically a subcontinent, and but it is considered South Asia. Asia. So okay. you're Asian if you're in like Japan China, 
Korea. I mean, because even, like, when you go further south, like, Indonesia, Thailand, Vietnam, like, that's Southeast Asia. Right, right. So, they do kind of define the different areas. Well, okay, so I'll get back to my point that I was going to make, but then, of course, this is what it just kills me. Because she isn't white, of course, the first question that these radical right-wing pieces of shit, including Trump, question, was she born here? Oh, right, 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 I'm like... Dope. Change your fucking ass tune for the love of God. Like <laughs> You're going to have to bleep out your F-bombs. <laughs> Not on this podcast. It has an explicit rating for a reason. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so that annoyed me. Um, Understandably, because that's just dumb. Well, but it's just, it's racist to just assume that a person of color with wasn't immigrant parents here. wasn't born here, yeah. right? It's just, it's like dumb my friend who also does not like Kamala Harris and she um happens to live in California and so I was asking her like well you know why and she had some experiences with the attorney general's office when Kamala Harris was the attorney general and she didn't like her interactions with the office then so one, fair point, personal experiences. Two, of course, she wasn't actually dealing directly with Kamala Harris. It's not mm-hmm. like the attorney general was on her speed dial and helping her with her problem. Okay. Um, and then she said she had a friend who had worked for Kamala Harris maybe when she was the San Francisco district attorney. And that friend, who's not a close friend, but that friend complained about her as a boss. And those were her kind of two main reasons. So, again, personal experience obviously definitely impacts your opinion of someone. And like I said, she lives out in California. Kamala Harris has been her senator, you know, whatnot. But I did think, I'm like, okay, well, first of all, lots of people don't like their bosses and complain about their bosses. True. And, I mean, you're this woman's friend, so maybe you're giving her the benefit of the doubt. But objectively, if you assess the situation, maybe it was more about your friend than it was about Hmm. the boss yes who i think she was like basically just described as kind of like a hard ass i'm like well sometimes bosses are hard asses i mean that's yeah and you know i think women are always considered hard asses more than men which is beyond me because they're just acting the same way i know but they totally i mean we saw it with hillary we'll see it with kamala that you just they totally get hammered for just being assertive. And I mean, the reality is as a woman, you're not going to get to be on a, you know, vice president, president ticket in this country. If you're a wallflower. Well, okay. Not true. You could be like, get put on the vice presidential ticket in error. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, I just think, I don't know. I guess strong, assertive women that some people find obnoxious don't bother me because that fits my, that fits who yeah, I am. I mean, I've worked <laughs> for both and I don't, neither bother me as long as I'm doing my job and I'm doing it well. I don't really give two shits. Well, yeah. So that's as, you know, a boss employee, but I'm just saying in general, right, women right, right. in politics, like people get so offended by Nancy Pelosi. I'm like, why? And it's like, they think like she doesn't have a right to be acting the way she's acting and I'm just like I think I have more sympathy for these women because I'm more like them than I'm not right like I will 
tell it like it is. I will be assertive. I won't back down. And some people don't like that. Right. But that's their problem, really, not mine. Right. So, in my opinion. So, anywho, okay. Well, so, but you... So, the similarity that you and my friend shared in your initial impressions was now you had both expressed the same, well, now I might not vote for Biden. My friend expressed it a little more strongly. She said she wasn't going to. (laughs) And she's like, my vote doesn't matter in California anyway. And I told her, well, I said, it does matter because I said, I like my people to get the most votes regardless. I Mm -hmm. said, and the fact that she beat Donald Trump by 3 million votes and even didn't get the presidency because our messed up electoral college system i i said every vote does still matter i said I wonder, so i hope you'll change your mind and I have vote. to look this up i wonder if that's the only time that ever happened no remember 2000 george w bush did not win the popular vote oh right and he right so i when i was talking to my friend i said here's the problem in order for the electoral college to switch that's going to have to happen to the republicans a democratic nominee is going to have to win the electoral college and not the popular vote and this would be vice versa, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Republicans will... Then they'll be on the same page with, we've got to change this system. Right. So, um, I don't want this to be the case, but I do think it would be amusing if Biden-Harris ended up winning the Electoral College and not the popular vote somehow, and that they were elected. And be like, oh, I'm sorry, Republicans. That doesn't work for you. Too bad, right. so sad. Or I'd be like, well, there you go. Now you have to get on the page with us, and we have to figure out a way to change this. But it would take, like, a constitutional amendment, and those are hard, I think. Absolutely. So, um, anywho, yes, so... Well, we've mostly cleared it up. Yes, I mean, I just, I want, I mean, I get it, like, you know, but I I still... I still like Biden, and I still appreciate Kamala, but the the other factor is that's the the reason why I say she's going to have to convince me is because I just want to hear what she has to say during the debates and as as the campaign goes. Well, I hope that she just realizes she's... I don't disrespect her. I, you know, I respect her as what everything she's done up mm-hmm. until this second. Right. So it's not like I have, like, any disrespect for her. I just right. want to hear more of her platform. And well, you're right. It's going to be whatever Biden's is. Well, but hopefully she but can do that. But then you have to remember... If anything happens to him or when when we get through the four years of him, she could she's gonna run for president. Yes, and but then, then you'll have a chance to decide. Then everyone will have a chance to decide, did she do a good job? And right. if not, not vote for her. Right. Like, so, you know, it's not like we're voting her into this position that, you know, it's not like in Russia where, you know, Putin's going to keep changing the Constitution so he can stay in power. Right. So it's like, if Biden-Harris win, we'll see her as four years as a vice president. I really don't think there's any way Biden can run for re-election. No, uh, I just yeah. don't think so. He's 78. So, yeah, I think he's going to be 78 this year in November. Yeah. I think his birthday is in November, maybe. Yeah. So I just, I agree. I think, um, but fi- you know what? I decide no. I heard him say something in a speech yesterday that made me so happy. Oh, good. I'm glad I was so happy. Well, <laughs> it made me like, this is what we should have been hearing this whole time since COVID. He yeah. just simply said, Hey, we're Americans. We can do this. Everybody wear a mask. Right. And then we can right. change our numbers. And I'm like, right. thank you. That's all anybody has. It was to so say. simple to say. So simple. So simple. And it's so simple to do. It doesn't. It might cost you a couple of dollars to get a mask, right. but really, you're only wearing it when you're outside. And how do you spend all your days in the grocery store? No, I know. I it's know. only when you have to go out. Yeah, and it's as simple. Well, you'd think that maybe we would have learned since we've seen like 
you know, it definitely dipped when people were quarantining. Mm -hmm. And now it's come back on the rise. It just seems stupid that we haven't learned the lesson. So. Well, yeah. And that's another podcast. That is. So we'll (laughs) say bye for now. Bye for now. We're back. We're back. Yes. This time it's the three of us together again. Babs, Riss, and MB. Since I had technical difficulties yesterday. That's right. And Riss wasn't available anyway. But as our listeners, once they've joined us here, they've just listened to Riss and I talk about our initial thoughts and feelings on Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris as his running mate. MB, do you have anything you would like to add to that before we move on to other? Yes. Do share. A poll shows Harris is viewed more favorably than unfavorably. She I'm differs, glad to hear that. She differs in that from respect from Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Mike Pence. Okay, that's funny. That is funny. But also a little concerning if Joe Biden left in that category. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Quick aside, did you hear um, that Donald Trump's younger brother died yesterday? Yes. Yeah, so there's all these conspiracy theories that he died of COVID, and I'm he like... He did die of COVID. And somebody at the know. hospital is going to leak it to TMZ. So that's what we got to follow. That wasn't the initial death, though. He died of heart failure. He had mm-hmm. other issues prior. If it, I don't, I have a, this is what I don't understand. You can't, you can have all these other underlying issues and die and then be booked as COVID death. Just no, remember, we talked about this. this no, is well, I don't believe it. Well, I, Oh my goodness, I gave you the whole rationale. I know, I know, but I'm not going to argue it up. Now I have to explain it to our listeners. So, yeah, the quick gist of that is people who think every death is being recorded as a COVID death, that's not true. On average, anywhere between 2.5 to 2.8 million people die in this country every day. Not every day. Oh my God. All right, I'm losing it. Every year which averages to more than 200,000 a month, and we're now in like month six of recording COVID deaths, and we have 160,000. So clearly every death is not being recorded as a COVID death. I've heard people say, oh, well, hospitals are doing that because then they get more money. And, you know, in any type of system anywhere, whether it's to do with anything, little kids' sports, Um, I read this article about trucking and truckers and how they steal stuff from other truckers and sell it. So anyway, there's always a little bit of fraud and crime in anything, right? Yes. Not every death is being recorded as a COVID death. Although I did also hear somewhere that for this year right now, COVID is number three behind heart disease and cancer. I don't know if it's in that order. I think heart disease is the number one killer, cancer number two, and this year, COVID number three. That makes sense. So far. Yeah. So, anywho, I think, I hope they code Robert Trump's death as a COVID death. (laughs) (laughs) 
actually, I was telling a friend earlier today that if the Trump campaign were smart, they would actually try to make Trump look more sympathetic vis-a-vis -vis the COVID pandemic if they admitted that his brother died of it. Because Trump is getting, you know, um, bad feelings. That's, this is very horrible. I have to apologize to our listeners. I'm very inarticulate because I'm over-exercised today. I over myself and it's affecting my brain that is not properly hydrated yet. But, <laughs> but um, you know, because he, people across the political spectrum are pretty ticked off at how Trump has handled the pandemic. So he yeah. could have tried yeah. to use it as a little sympathy if he was just willing to admit that his brother's which, yes, the, what you were mentioning, Marissa, these comorbidity factors play a role, right? It's right, like, right, right. you have all of this, but the thing is, it's like this legal test. But for this, would this have happened? But for COVID, would he, died of, would he have died of heart failure at this time? Yes. And if the answer is no, then I think you can legitimately code it as a COVID death. Now, if somebody shows up with terminal cancer and they have... A week to live, which it's never that precise, but and they also had COVID, you know, then maybe it would be a stretch. But from a legal perspective, in estate planning and stuff, when you're trying to determine when people die, which is not always entirely relevant, but sometimes it's like spouses die at the same time, and you literally have to try to figure out, well, who died first? And it could be like a matter of, you know, 30 seconds. Anyway, in this case, it could matter. And so it's like, oh, COVID robbed him of a week of his life, so COVID killed him. But anywho, all right, we're not horrible people. In general, it is sad for people when people they love die. I don't yes. know if he's capable of loving anyone, but he says that, you know, Robert was his best friend. So Aww. there you go. I think somebody wrote that down for him to say. I don't think his little brother was his best friend. Having listened, to, know. having listened to his niece's book about how he treated his little brother <laughs> over the course of their lives. Not great friends. Yeah, I but don't know. Anywho, we'll right. MB. Guess who that is speaking role at the DNC convention? Stacey Abrams. Of course. What? They added her to the list? Yes. So the three people. Hope. Hopefully, since it's virtual, I wonder how long they give each speaker. Well, well, I, I, I don't know. Didn't you guys hear AOC had sixty seconds? Yeah. Sixty seconds. That's what I heard. She's gonna have to rush for her speech. It's not gonna yeah, make sense. Yeah, she better. It's not gonna That's make ridiculous. It's not gonna make sense if she just rushes through it. Well, she's going to have to say one inspiring message, and that's going to be it. But why Why now? All right. Yeah. All right. I don't know how I feel about Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. What did this, what does it say? It said the DNC said, said something that Abrams, Sam Park, another estate representative, Sam Park, are among 17 rising Democratic star, stars who will deliver a joint keynote Democratic National Convention address on Tuesday in a coveted spot long reserved for emerging party leaders. Interesting. But guess okay. who also is going to speak? 
Who? The former acting attorney general, Sally Yates, who Trump fired. Ooh, I do love Sally Yates, though. I've, I've met her in person several times, of course, since she's a lawyer here in Georgia. Um, I like her. I, went, I don't know. It's interesting. And Keisha, and Keisha Lance Bottoms is, oh, good. is reserved to speak on Thursday. Interesting. So when yeah. we say virtual, are they going to be, are these speakers going to be in a stadium? No. Side? Oh, this is strictly all. I bet they're going to be a recording from their homes. Well, so Biden isn't going to Milwaukee in person to accept the nomination. And what I had heard was more and more people weren't going there. I don't know if maybe somebody's going to be there. But okay. I think I'll set it up to record maybe, but I don't know when I'll watch it. And, you know, the other problem is it's 10 o'clock Eastern, which is like my bedtime. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't I saw this that. morning. Oh, wait. Well, it says, I don't air for two hours each night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern. Oh, hmm. okay. Which is still, it'll be on at 10. But yeah. <laughs> May, May, to, May tomorrow, I'll watch. Who's supposed to speak tomorrow? Let's see. DNC. Speakers. I'll read this DNC speaker lineup. Let's see. Tomorrow, Amy Klobuchar, Catherine Cortez Masto, Andrew Cuomo, Gretchen Whitmer, Jim Clyburn, Gwen Moore, and Senator Doug Jones from Alabama. Senator Doug Jones, who he is in trouble. Yep. Sorry, I'm taking one more bite of food. <laughs> Isn't there some going on with Ben Moore too? With who? Was did you say Ben Moore? Beth, but, but not Beth Moore. Gwen oh. Moore. Gwen Moore. Yeah. Andrew Cuomo gets, uh, and then at ten o'clock, speeches from Bernie Sanders and Michelle Obama. Alrighty. All right. Well, I'm going to record it. I guess, it, is it going to be, what is it? All right, sorry, I'm so confused now. Where can I view it? <laughs> it's going to air on all the major network channels. Okay. Inclu including C-SPAN. Huh, all right. So I'll just have to, I'll have to look for it, maybe, and see which channel is best. All right, now I'm back. Okay. And then, yeah. Else. The theme is We the People. We the People. That's We're the theme. More perfect nation. That's the theme for tomorrow's. Oh, uh, just for tomorrow? Yeah. And then the themes for the rest of the week for Tuesday leadership, ma leadership matters. Wednesday is a more perfect union. And then Thursday, America's promise. Four days? Yeah. Goes from, goes, from, goes from Monday goes Monday from August seventeenth to August twentieth. Yep. All right. right here. Well, I'm already over it. No. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, 
provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. That's us. Do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. Unlike Keisha Lance Bottoms is going to say. She's going to say, Brian Kemp is a you-know-what, and anyone who voted for him is a you-know-what. Could you imagine if, if Harris... I could just imagine Harris picking Stacey Abrams being like, come on, let's run together. Well, we have talked about this a little bit, haven't we? Because none of us thinks when... If, all right, I have to say it is when, because as I told my friend the other day, since it's, I'm not going to think that they can't get elected or that they won't be elected until they aren't. So, But nobody thinks if Joe Biden is the president from 2020 to 24 that he's running for re-election, right? So Harris will have to pick a running mate. And I just don't know. It will be interesting to see. I do not like what I'm about to say, but I don't think this country could handle two women of color as the president and the vice president at the same time. In, in four years from now, maybe eventually, but four years from now, I don't see it. Harris, I think, would be much more likely to pick well, she's an attorney, so she's got to pick somebody that, like, compliments her. And Abrams is an attorney, so I don't really think they compliment one another. I feel like Harris needs to pick a woman of color since Biden picked a woman of color. I wonder if no, she's going to... I think she needs to pick Pete Buttigieg so that we then have our first homosexual vice president. I think that's what she's going to do. Because he'll balance her out because he has, he's a war veteran. He has the homosexual card, for lack of a better word. And he's young. Even on the table, though. What? I, I hate, I hate that any of, of that is on the table. I would rather I mean. vote somebody because they can do the job. I don't well, want to do the job. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't like the idea of us so many, well, a person of color or a person who's homosexual. I don't, I want them to just be able to do the job. It's not easy. It's difficult. This is why no one wants the job. Running the free, free world, really, is impossible. You're not going to make everybody happy. Well, no, you see plenty of people want the job. That's why they're running. That's why we have well, they, they, they want to They want to put their stamp on history. I don't think they really want the job. I think that when Trump ran, I don't think he wanted the job. I think he wanted to be able to say, I won, because he's very conceited and he's yes, very narcissistic. Doesn't like losing. I don't think he wanted the job at all, though. I don't think he, I don't, I don't think he knew what it was like, that the idea, like the people who run for president who have been in politics, they know what they're up against. He was just oh, a okay. business so that's person. A I'm not going to, I'm not going to. I'm going to drain the swamp, which he didn't, but no, that's another Of course story. he didn't. He, he, and anyway, I read some, somebody said recently, if you drain the swamp, all you're left with is mud. <laughs> it's like, what a stupid <laughs> analogy. But anyway, all right, so that's a different point than the problem is, sure, if the world were a better place, then you could have it the way you want, Marissa. But since it isn't, there has to be a conscious effort for there to be a first. 
There has to be a first of all of these so that it's okay for there but to isn't, be a second. Wouldn't it be nice if, if being a person of color or homosexuality was a byproduct? Like it was a side, like yeah, it just happened to be. Sure, and maybe we'll get there one day, but we're not there yet. Because until you break the barriers, you're not there. Think about when JFK was elected, first Catholic. I don't think we've had, if Joe Biden's elected, he will only be the second Catholic president in this country. This is a white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant presidential oh. line, except for Barack Obama. It's true. You're right. So, well, what was he? Well, I mean, what was, what was, was he? No, no, no. I mean, his religion. I don't know what denomination he is specifically, but I mean, he's not white, so he doesn't fit the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yes, but he was he's he born? Protestant. He's not Catholic. He's some denomination. What? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear I that said, at all. I said, I said, was he born here? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, not this. You know what? It actually wouldn't matter if he was because his mom is an American citizen. So, right. Did I tell you Hillary Clinton might be wanting a position in the Biden Harris administration? Of course she would, and she deserves Why? one. Why would she want to do that to herself? She's never going to run for president again. She's too old, or she will be in four years. She could be Secretary of State again. Oh, my God. You know what, though? Wait, how old is she? Because if Biden gets elected at 78, maybe Hillary's thinking, I won't be that old. Because I don't think she, I think she was born in Let's 1947, see. was she? Hillary Clinton. Oh, Mm. Although, when there's an incumbent, she can't run for president. She's, so. she's only 72. Yeah, okay. Wait, but her birthday is in October. Is she turning 73 this year then? Yes. Yes, okay. So she's 73. So in four years, she'd be 77 when she was running. So she'd be younger than Biden. But the Dem I mean, if the Democrats win, the VP is going to be the presumptive, Harris is going to be the presumptive nominee. I wonder if Hillary would want to be vice president. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I don't she think this close. She but should have broken that glass ceiling. She tried. Stupid, moronic electoral. It was, it was, uh, Hillary got more of the popular vote than Trump did. Yes, that is correct. She is third on the all-time list of popular vote. I researched that the other day. Barack Obama is most conservatives. Most conservatives won't accept that that Hillary got the more popular vote than Trump did. Well, of course, because you know if their person doesn't win, it automatically means there was voter fraud. So, I want to come up with a term for the conservatives that's the equivalent of them calling liberals snowflakes. What's a good equivalent of people that just whine and cry like babies when things don't go their way? Always snowflakes. I mean, crybaby, but I want something more clever. Let's see. Fairy uh, dust? Fairy dust, it just blows it? No, that's not good enough. We'll have to think about this. Yes. Well, so that's good for politics. And I think what I would like to do is end this and make this a completely politics pod podcast, a walk in the park uh, podcast. Yeah, and I, I have to say, I need to... Uh Probably get going anyway because I'm tired. I've been up since 6.30 this morning. 
I went yeah. back to bed. I went back to bed like you told me, Marissa. I rode back over. Oh, good. Nice. Match and at um the other um. So much for listening. If you like what you heard, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play to rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. You can also follow us on our social media accounts. On Twitter, that's at a wit podcast. On Facebook, you can find our A Walk in the Park Facebook page by searching at a wit podcast. And on Instagram, you can find us at a walk in the park podcast. We'd love to hear from you.